And here he is, ladies and gentlemen, Thomas Claxton. And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Thank you very much, John Bon Jovial. Welcome once again, friends, neighbors, fans around the world. Uh, so glad to have you here with us for another hour of indie music and talk with the artists who make it. We've got a great show for you today. We have a showcase from our friends at Lady Lake Music. We've got a couple of their newest artists. We're going to be uh, debuting here on the show with some of their new music. We'll get to talk to them and find out, you know, all the usual stuff, where they come from, what they're doing, what their plans are, and uh, how they're going to, uh, well, how they like working for our friends at Lady Lake. Cindy and all the friends down there at Lady Lake Music, a uh, great bunch to work with. We know you're going to look forward to hearing the show, and we're going to start it right now with a, uh, well, actually, it's a relatively new group from Los Angeles, an indie quintet. They call themselves... What do they call themselves? Hold the, hold the card up there just a little bit higher, would you please? Oh, they call themselves New Dialogue. The song is Pilgrims. Yeah. 
There you go. They call themselves New Dialogue. The song is Pilgrims, and uh, it's a rather unique sound, uh, kind of anthemic, uh, a little bit of... Uh, a little bit of pop rock, I, I, uh, tough to categorize, but a very interesting sound and, and not at all unappealing. It's probably not going to appeal to everyone, but they're an emerging Los Angeles-based quintet indie band formed a couple of years ago, and they have ambitions to create the style all their own. I would say they're pretty well on the road to doing that. They made their live debut in 2018, and Pilgrim's has been described, as I said, a, a resonant anthem and uh, boasting that you can be anyone. Uh, I think we'll have to listen to that a couple more times to find out who we are, but uh, they just finished a tour <laughs> with Lovely the Band, and they're off on their next tour, the So Social Tour, with a band called Small Pools. John Bon Jovial, what you think of that? I like the song. I wasn't really too sure what the first few seconds of chatter and such uh, were in there. Yeah, that uh, was, uh, that was kind a of little odd. elongated. But, uh, but uh, yeah. the one thing I guess I that's did, for DJs to talk over. Yeah, no kidding. I, th I think the one thing, though, that I did <laughs> like about it, uh, you know, musically very nice, but I especially like the way they used the EQ on that to kind of make them sound like they were singing through a telephone. Uh, I know they weren't, but it was yeah, really interesting yeah. how they... Uh, you know, uh, manipulated the equalizer in their studio to accomplish that effect. Uh, uh, well done. Either that or they really did sing over the phone. Oh, I suppose that's possible. There is the eye <laughs> band after all. <laughs> yes, yes. You never know anymore. But, uh, yeah, I thought it was kind of, a, uh, kind of an interesting and unique sound. And uh, I don't know. It just might do it. You never can tell. It's one to watch for. Pilgrims by New dialogue right here on the david bowers awards the show where every show is an award show which makes each of our guests an automatic award winner and uh we let you the audience pick our awards for us so if you've got someone or something that you think has done something incredibly great or very stupid in the music world or related to it drop us a line david at the david com. tell us who you think uh, should get an award and why and maybe we'll use it right here on the air while we salute our friends and uh, well as a matter of fact we salute our house band titty bingo who provide our theme music for us and uh, also provide a plethora of rock music out of their base in texas where they also back up some uh, well, some rather obscure people like Willie and a few others and uh, a great bunch of guys, great musicians. And we hope they'll have some new music for us pretty soon. We'd like to get them back here on the show and uh, hear what they've been doing. But uh, our hats off to Titty Bingo. Check them out online, tittybingo.com. And remember, it's always time to play Titty Bingo. So keep that in mind. Also want to say hello to our friends uh, in Rochester, New York, who hear us through the courtesies of WRFZ, FM 106.3. That's Rochester Free Radio. And uh, all of our friends there at Rochester Free Radio, as well as Mary Perry, accredited disability representative in Rochester, who underwrites the David Bowers Awards for Rochester Free Radio and enables all of our listeners there in Rochester to listen to us on local radio. Radio as it should be done. Okay? I hope you guys enjoy it there. And uh, also all of our friends at uh, 
at the House of Guitars in Rochester, uh, where they listen to us regularly. John Bon Jovial, how are things in Bon Jovial land this week? Well, here in southwest Florida, summer is definitely starting to rear its ugly head a little early this year. Uh, take, for example, today, um, this being on the day that we actually record the show, uh, the high temperature was only 87 degrees, but with the humidity, which was extremely oppressive, it was, felt like 95 today, and that's not my exaggeration. That's the weatherman's word, and uh, looks like we're going to be having temperatures soaring up into the low to mid-90s uh, this week and next week. So, yeah, bring out the helicopter-sized mosquitoes. Bring, you know, Make sure the air conditioning <laughs> is working the way it should. And uh, just uh, shelter in place for the next six months because it's going to be frying time again out there on the sidewalks. Oh, it's frying time again. Time again. It's going to yes. cook me. I wish you'd leave me. <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually, temperature-wise, we're uh, pretty close. We're in the uh, mid to upper 80s here today. And again, uh, like you, our humidity is up. It's kind of sticky here. We're up uh, what, a little over 20% today. So it's uh, rather sticky by our standards. And uh, actually, yeah, yeah, it's been yeah. really pleasant. <laughs> this is the time of year where it's really pleasant for a few more days, and then it's going to start, uh, it's going to, start to uh, heat up to the serious stuff. And uh, when I say serious stuff, we're talking about about 20 degrees hotter by this time next month. So we'll uh, we'll be preparing for that. In other words, we have our air conditioners on, and the insulation on the windows is up, and uh, we're we're preparing for that. All right, we've got, as I mentioned, a uh, show a showcase this week from our friends at Lady Lake Music. We have uh, Amina, the rock queen, who will be joining us in, the, well, in about 20 minutes or so. And uh, before that, we're going to be hearing from a gentleman who goes by the name of Thomas Claxton. Uh, Thomas is a, uh, well, he's been around for a while. He's not a newcomer, and he's just joined Lady Lake. We'll be uh, promoting him and getting him out on the road so all of you get a chance to go see him and listen to him in person. He's a four-time IMC Award winner. He's a vocalist and songwriter who does over 300 shows a year. And uh, the interesting part is now uh, Thomas Claxton is a classically trained tenor. And uh, it's, it's interesting to see how he has translated this to the pop music genre. He's also performed with some major artists. He's uh, played with Chuck Negron, the Three Dog Knight, and uh, former New York Yankees uh, musician Bernie Williams who does some really, really good music. Uh, and he's played with many others, also opens for many, including the Marshall Tucker Band and uh, Mike and the Mechanics he's uh, opened for as well. I think you're going to like him. As I said, his name is Thomas Claxton. And the first song he's going to do for us today is a thing called I Didn't Ask for This. Way too much 
world needs a hero Is it me who's to judge Am I the man of steel But keep in mind I didn't last for this Here's going like freezing rain I know you need my courage Claxton, our next guest here on our Lady Lake Music Showcase. Come on in, Thomas Claxton, and say hello. Uh, hello, everybody. How are you? 
Doing great, Thomas. So glad to have you here with us. And uh, on behalf of all of our friends at Lady Lake Music, welcome to the Lady Lake family. Well, thank you very much, and thank you for having me on today. Our pleasure. Tell us a little bit about Thomas Claxton for the people who aren't familiar with you. (laughs) Okay, i got to tell the part people might like. (laughs) Oh, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh... So, yeah, I've been a uh, career musician now um, ever since I was in high school, man. This is what I've been doing for a long time. And, and um, you know, I, I travel the country. I have started off playing in Savannah, Georgia, and now I've worked my way around the nation and doing shows anywhere from Miami to Alaska and L.A. to New York and just enjoying life, man. You know, rock and roll is a big part of me, and, and uh, that's what I enjoy doing. So I try to deliver to everybody, and hopefully they like what I give them. Well, put a note, put a couple of notes on your uh, on your future itinerary there. Uh, Naples, Fort Myers, Florida, and uh, Tempe in the Phoenix area in Arizona. Uh, this is, uh, my co-host John Bon Jovial and myself. We'd like to get out and see. We'd like to get and see uh, see our guests in person when they play our area, and uh, we'd look forward to meeting you in person as well. Uh, I know we talked about before you came on. Uh, we talked about the fact that. Uh, uh, you do, what, over 300 shows a year. Uh, you've performed with some major names. We mentioned the couple, Chuck Negron and uh, Bernie Williams, among others. And, uh, well, you were the, the thing that uh, kind of surprised us uh, in, a, in a nice way, but it was uh, it's unusual that uh, we have an artist on here doing pop, rock, and roll uh, that's a classically trained singer. I understand that you were classically trained as a tenor. That's correct. Yeah, man. I studied uh, studied under Dr. Lauren Ringwall, and uh, who now teaches at the Piedmont University outside of Atlanta. And um, I owe a lot to her, you know, because uh, it's it, you know, even though it's rock and roll, I, I think um, the misconception is you know a lot of rock singers wind up wind up damaging their voice, but because of that classical training, you know, it's really helped me preserve it. Even though I keep such a uh, such a busy schedule, you know. So um, you know, and and I. I'm the kind of guy I kind of piece a little bit together from every everyone that I've worked with and everybody I've studied under. Um, so she was the beginning of my teaching, and uh, now I currently uh, study under Ron Anderson uh, out of Los Angeles. And um, <clears throat> Ron is a vocal coach for numerous celebrities, and uh, I see Ron's taught Axl Rose and Alicia Keys and Chris Cornell people like that, you know, so I, I figured, you know, with a, with a resume like that, Ron Anderson must be, uh, must be a hell of a guy, you know, so I've just, just been, uh, you know, studying under him and trying to expand the horizons, you know? I know what you mean. And you bring out a very interesting point. We do a lot of work with the emerging artists. It's, uh, it's one of our specialties here on the show. We like to, we like to think that we give emerging artists one more stage to present their, themselves, their talents, and their music. And uh, we do a thing uh, periodically called Rockstar 101, where we have, uh, we have major people from the music industry, all walks of the industry, uh, discuss what it takes to make it in today's uh, music world. And as I said, you brought out a point that uh, I think is oft overlooked, and that's the fact that uh, no matter how old you are, or how much experience you've had, how long you've been doing it, you're never too old to learn. And you mentioned the fact that you are still 
uh, taking lessons and still learning after, uh, you know, after a period of time in the business. I think that's a, a great thing for the emerging artists to keep in mind. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I always figured, um, you know, the day you think you know it all is the day you might as well quit. You know, because um, you're never, if, if you think you know everything, you're never going to get anywhere. So uh, Exactly. You know, that's, uh, that's always been my mentality. And while I'm still a young guy, you know, I don't care one day when I'm 80-something years old, if there's something I can ever learn from anybody, I'm going to do my best at it and, uh, you know, just give it 150% every time. Exactly. Actually, I had I had told my children in their growing years, uh, you know, because kids always look for it. I can't wait to get out of school and I'll be on my own and free. And I keep I kept trying to remind them that life is school. You never really graduate. You just move from one course to a postgraduate course, but you're always learning. And if you're not, as you indicated, then there's something wrong. John Bon Jovial is always learning, and he's always helping us learn something. What you got for us, John? Well, uh, first of all, you know, we are so glad to have you with us, Thomas. It, it, it's great that you've taken the time to, you know, out of your busy day to spend a little time with us. And uh, David will tell you that, and uh, he does this to me every single week, uh, in that I don't get to listen to the music before we air it. So I just listen to your song, and I listen to it for the first time I'd ever heard it. And uh, I, I very much like what I heard. I can hear, now that I know that you're a uh, classically uh, trained vocalist, uh, I, I can hear it. Um, and my impression, you know, there, there's, and I don't know if these guys were classically trained or not, uh, in, uh, in voice work, whether it be at opera or whatever. Uh, but you kind of remind me a little bit of a, a, a gentleman named Tony Hadley, who's the lead singer for Spandau Ballet and, uh, also, um, Justin Hayward of the Moody Blues. There's, there's a quality to oh. that voice and, uh, yeah. Well, you're you're welcome, and and uh, but I I mean that I wouldn't say it unless I meant it. So uh, that's just my observation. Uh, I, I I love the song. I love the production values behind it, uh, and uh, I'm uh, duly impressed that you've opened for some uh, some fairly large names. And I hope that the day comes when there are names that open for you. Well, we'll we'll see. I mean, you know, I've I've. My uh, the way I've done things in my career has been um, has been interesting to say the least. You know, I'm I'm still a believer that you can go out and do things the grassroots way of networking and just physically talking to people and meeting people and shaking hands and and uh, even though today that seems like something that kind of gets thrown to the wayside, you know, because of social media and the internet and things like that and every opportunity that I've ever gotten, I just tried to, you know, add a little bit to who I am from every opportunity. So uh, the first tour that I ever did, um, was, it was an arena tour actually. And I, and I went from playing, you know, small venues to, you know, the next day I was in a big arena with, uh, with Chuck Negron and, um, and Chuck was very nice to me, very kind to me. And, uh, you know, but I, I was a backing vocalist for, for him on this tour. So I was actually in the band with him. And, um, you know, that was a huge learning experience. And uh, from there, I just went on to, you know, work with some different people. And the ones that I've opened for, 
I can't say enough great things about. You know, everybody in this business is very unique. That's the, I think that's the great thing about the music industry is you never know what you're going to get. And some people, um, some people are the kindest people in the world. Some are a little rough around the edges, but, you know, you, I don't think you can ever learn too much from any of them, to be honest with you. One of the nicest guys I ever uh, opened for was Mike Rutherford from Genesis. And um, he was he was such a nice guy. Gave me some really good advice. You know, a lot of these guys have actually taken time to speak with me and give me a lot of uh, a lot of good learning tools. Isn't, you know, isn't he uh, isn't he the Micahs uh, of uh, Mike and the Mechanics? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, okay. uh, I thought so. And see, one of my favorite um, one of my favorite songs of all time was uh, "The Living Years." If you remember that one. Oh, it's a great. I love yeah, that and, uh, song. Great song. Uh, that's one of those songs that always gave me chills, you know, every time I heard it because it's such a true statement. And, um, you know, I, I, I love songs that have meaning, and that song had a, had a big impact on me. You know, it's okay to be upset, but don't hold grudges because one day it could be too late. And, uh, you know, to, to make up and take it all back. And that song was just very powerful, you know. So uh, to be able to open for Mike and the Mechanics was was really like a dream come true, even though, you know, they might not have had the name that Genesis had, but still, you know, they were one of my favorite groups back in the day. So the people that I've had a chance to open for and work with, you know, have all had a big impact on me. Well, I'll be honest with you. I like them a whole lot better than Genesis anyway, so I think you were in very good company. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you know, that's that's the thing. You know, I, I love... I love um, Bill Collins, and I love Peter Gabriel, but I tend to like their solo stuff more, you know? like um, You're a like man Peter after Gabriel my heart. You are. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know what it was. I mean, I'm not saying it wasn't good in Genesis by any means. I mean, it was great stuff, but, but like, you know, when Peter Gabriel was by himself, he wrote, you know, In Your Eyes, which is another fantastic song, and, um, you know, and that's the kind of stuff that I enjoy listening to, you know, all of that. Like, you know, I live in Savannah, Georgia, so when I'm on the road, I do a lot of original stuff. But in Savannah, Savannah's a tourist town, you know, so they want cover music along with my originals. And so if I'm going to have to play cover music, I always do stuff that I enjoy personally. So I'm the guy oh, sure. in town that I'm the guy that will go out there and play In Your Eyes and Super Tramp and and things like that, you know, because that's what I like. And my mentality has always been if you if you're not enjoying what you're doing, then how can you give a crowd a hundred percent? And that's Good always point. my mentality to it. So, you know, yeah. I, I'm not one of those guys who just plays whatever they want to hear. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. I want to jump in here with one interesting little sidebar, uh, or at least I think it's interesting, and I'm going to jump in here anyway. But uh, anyway, uh, as John Bon Jovi mentioned to you, I purposely don't let him audition the songs ahead of time because I'd like to get his <laughs> first reaction, uh, his gut reaction with no preconceptions or anything because, let's face it, people that hear you for the first time are doing just that. They're hearing you for the first time. So this is a, a neat advantage I have in being able to have him uh, react cold off the cuff of what he thinks of the new music we play. And another thing about John Bon Jovial that I think you guys have in common is I've heard a rumor, uh, Thomas, that you're not a fan of autotune. No, no, that's for sure. <laughs> well, you are a man you know, after I, my I, heart, then. 
I, I understand why some people use it. I mean, don't get me wrong, but... but oh, no, let's be perfectly time, honest here. Auto-tune is for people that don't have talent. If you have talent, you don't need it. <laughs> it's plain and simple. Oh, my God. What, what Did you ever see the, uh, the clip on one of the... Um, reality shows i don't remember whether it was the boys or american idol and uh and they shot the guy down and it was it was simon he was there with uh three of the other judges and and one of the girls said something to him like i have to be honest that was one of the most horrific things i've ever heard and the guy <laughs> looks right and the guy looks right at her and he goes well see that's why you use auto-tuning and i don't <laughs> and simon's eyes got huge and he looked like he was about to spit his drink up. It was hilarious, you know, because she was right. It was terrible, but he was also right because she auto-tuned everything. So, you know, just funny stuff. I, you know, I can remember seeing I, I figured, the – no, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. I, I figure that, uh, you know, if I want people to hear the same thing on my album that they would be hearing from me live. And I think that right there – changes a lot you know with people yeah i hear people all the time say well i went to see them man they don't sound anything like they did on their album well, right you know, you know. There, there was a time i can remember seeing the black eyed peas on tv and uh you know they've they've got this really slick i don't remember the name of their the, the big hit that they had but uh uh it this slick gorgeous production and then i remember seeing a live rendition of that on tv i don't know maybe it was you know dick clark's rock new year's eve uh, who knows and they did it live and they were horrible they were they couldn't sing on key they were terrible so hey you, well it you might have been cold the, you want to see the most brilliant thing or, or hear the most brilliant thing you've ever heard it's go to youtube and type in toto rosanna isolated tracks and this is oh no 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 it's it is gorgeous i mean oh really this oh my god look this is before anybody was you know jumping on the auto-tune bandwagon right. too hardcore sure and uh and this is all pure and all natural and to hear bobby kimball and lucather and you know Precaro all doing these harmony parts was just breathtaking and they didn't miss a note it was perfect, and I think that's another lost art. You know, I mean, really, you don't you just don't hear that very often in the mainstream stuff anymore. Everything's everything's like checked. It all sounds really cookie cutter. Uh, well, you know, we're uh, we're I hate to say it, but we're running a little short of time here. Want to be sure and extend to you our invitation to come back. We have this family thing here, where once you're on our show, you're part of our family. You're always welcome. You've got some new music or something else you want to share. We'll always find a place for you. Be sure and check our Facebook page, the David Bowers Awards Groups page, and uh, that is there for guests on the show to post their information, anything to do with their music, uh, their show dates, their tours, new music, whatever. It's there one more place for you to post and spread the word. And before we let you go, want to get you to tell us, if you would please, a little bit, about this next track we're going to play called The Other Side of You. Yeah, The Other Side of You was, um, was I wrote that song about just kind of what it sounds like, you know, thinking you know in somebody, but you really don't. And uh, I had some great uh, people on that album working with me. Um, one of the best drummers I know named Mark Backwer was on that. And um, 
uh, bassist named Michael Amico out of Orlando, Florida, who played with Pat Travers for a little while, and um, and a phenomenal guitar player that I toured with in, on, on some arenas uh, named Phil Hillborn. Phil played for many years with the London musical We Will Rock You and has worked with numerous people from Brian May to Les Paul and Nico McBrain from Iron Maiden. You know, so uh, a lot of phenomenal players were on that, and it was it was excellent to really record that with them. And that song recently won the uh, one best rock artist for me in the 2019 IMC Awards in Los Angeles, and it's the second track on my brand new album, Age of Propaganda. Awesome, Thomas Claxton. Thank you so much for coming and spending time with us, sharing your your life, your story, your music, and we do look forward to having you come back again and see us in the very near future, Thomas. Thank you. You got it. Thank you both. Have a great day. You're welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Here is Thomas Claxton and the other side of you. Yeah. 
out of breath on that one. Thomas Claxton, the other side of you, right here on the David Bowers Awards, and I'm glad that one, uh, I'm glad that one kind of amped it up a little bit. He got a little edgier on that, because uh, we're going to rock it now with our next guest. She goes by the name of Imana, and Imana the Rock Queen, to be precise. Uh, this is uh, this is her first single working with our friend Stuart Epps over in uh, Great Britain, and uh, we're going to find out a lot more about this lady right after we listen to the the tune that uh, she rocked the world with last year. I am me.
okay. There we go. We've had a couple of artists with some strong vocal talents here today, and uh, this lady is no exception. Imana, come on in here and say hello. Hello, David. How are How you? Are you? Oh, we're doing fine, thank you, and glad you could take some time to come and be with us today. I know uh, Cindy at Ladylike and I have been uh, talking about you for, yeah, I think, close to a year now. We've been uh, waiting for a chance to get together and have you here on the show, and uh, what a treat it is. It is a knockout song. You definitely, uh, I know that uh, this is an audio show, so people can't see what you do, but they... Uh, They've got something to look forward to because you not only sing your heart out, you sling that guitar like a gunslinger. Yes, but I'm not playing lead on that, but I do play lead. And, um, you know, I enjoy it, and I'm glad to be here today. Well, we're happy to have you. Now, you worked uh, quite a bit with a gentleman that we had the pleasure of, uh, of meeting, uh, at least uh, at least talking. We never got to meet in person, but uh, one of the greatest producers in the business, uh, Stuart Epps. And I understand that all three of your current tracks were produced with uh, Stuart Epps. That's right. Um, it's, a, it's a very, very funny story that happened. Um, if you want me to tell you how it happened. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. We love funny stories. I pretty much suck with social media. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the only way I can put it. Um, and Stuart sent me, messaged me about seven days before I actually found the message. Okay. And um, he was on a panel, and I had submitted a song uh, called Rise, one of my songs, and right. he was interested in, in who produced it and that kind of thing. And so we, we, we talked a long time, and it, it just turned out that I was going to be in the U.K., um, because I was with a label at that time. And um, so I went, so we agreed to meet once I got to London. And we met, and that's pretty much how it, how it turned out. We talked a while and, and um, just decided, you know, we're going to do something together. So I was, I was thrilled with that. So that's how we did the three songs. Um, the next single that's coming out, which is called What Will You Do, um, Stuart is singing a duo with me. And so he wrote the he wrote the music and I wrote the lyrics. So I'm very excited about that coming out in about I, a couple of months. I am too, and we're going to play it for the people today uh, oh, a little great. bit after we talk to you. And uh, I'm glad you told that story because Cindy had told me a little bit about it. Uh, I didn't get the background about your uh, about your social media prowess, but believe me, uh, the if there's anything we like more than funny stories. It's candor. We like artists who are honest and, you know, will tell us their foibles as well as their strong points. And uh, I think that's great. Stuart is a heck of a person to work with. And he I is. know that he, uh, that he puts his heart into his production as much as you do into your singing and, and your playing. And uh, we're very glad that you shared that story with us. Now, you well, tell us a little bit about what you've been doing up to this point, because uh, anytime you get to move up and work with a, uh, work with a producer like Stuart, uh, it, it's almost like a rebirth. It, uh, it jumped, it, it restarts your career. Really. Tell us a little Definitely. bit about where you were, what you were doing prior to meeting with Stuart. Um, actually, um, little history. Um, 
I was in Los Angeles. I lived in Los Angeles. Uh, I currently live outside of Las Vegas right now. And um, I started just writing my songs and, and, and producing my songs, and, you know, that's pretty much what I was doing. Uh, I got the opportunity to work with um, Universal was having a contest, and I got the opportunity to work with musicians in Nashville. Uh, I was one of the people chosen to do two recordings, and that's how Rise came about, um, the song that, that Stuart liked. And from there, um, I've just been writing and working, and that's pretty much it. And I, I pretty much call my songs um, anthems, because for some reason they always have a message, and um, one that I can relate to, and I feel like everybody else can, you know. So sure. that's the way that I write my songs. Okay. John Bon Jovi is sitting there scratching your head. Uh, I know you're just, I know you want to jump in here, so do so. Talk to us. Well, I wanted to uh, compliment who's ever uh, playing that lead guitar. They just really shredded that guitar, and it is just, that is so phenomenal. And it, and, and it lends so much to the song, and it complements your vocals so highly. Yes. And, uh, and, and you have a, Imana, you have a, a very, I, I would say, for lack of better words, an unusually strong voice. And I just think that that is such an asset uh, that... Yes, know, it is. I have to um, tell my, blame, blame my mother on that one because she's... Uh, she, she was a music teacher. Uh, and and, and you, you, you heard her hollering from down the block to get your butt home, didn't you? <laughs> I won a screaming contest one time as a teenager. <laughs> well, I have to agree with John Bon Jovial that you, the guitar and your voice uh, work so well together. They're, they're almost like extensions of each other. Well, Stuart put that together, actually. He's working with, um, his name is Anthony. He's working with Anthony. And I can't remember the the country Anthony's in. I want to say Switzerland, but something like that. And um, so he, he likes to pull everybody in. And, you know, we don't know each other, but we can work together. And actually, I'm, I'm very proud of Anthony because he's only 15. He's only oh, 15 gosh. years old? Only 15. Oh, my goodness. Wow, oh, imagine that's... what he's going to be when he grows up. Oh, that, I can't, that, I that can't imagine. Incredible. Now, how long were you he guys is, in the studio? Yeah, how long were you guys in the studio together before you started developing a chemistry that enabled you to put together a production like this? Well, actually, the chemistry, chemistry was... Um, We've never met each other, actually. So it was, it was just by our music, you know, what he, he liked and what he felt when he heard my voice and, and what I liked after he did the track, you know. So um, we were never together personally. I was in a um, studio in uh, the U.K., and, and I think he, he went to um, Stuart's studio. Hey, Amen. I want to touch on something else before we run out of time here, and okay. that is the fact you've got You've got a couple other facets to yourself and your uh, career that I want to get out to the uh, listeners. And uh, among other things, along with your music, your writing, and uh, everything else, I understand you have founded two outreach programs and launched an eco-friendly line of clothing. That's, that's right. Rock Queen Wear is what it's called. And it's mo mostly um, T-shirts, and I have actually some guitar straps that I've um, developed as well, or designed as well. And um, 
it's it will probably I'm I'm launching it actually. I've been dealing with it for for quite a few years, actually maybe two years and just getting it mm-hmm. together. But I've got some of the the designs and I'm ready to go with it. Oh, and now we've got about a minute left. Tell us real quickly okay. if you would, uh, about Women Who Rock for Kids. Okay, that's another um, organization that I'm, I'm working on. Um, it's hard to find a lot of uh, female musicians, but at any rate, I'll tell you what it's about quickly. Um, it's women that get together with kids uh, in the schools and find out, and they write um, a report on why they want to become a part of it, the kids do, and then they mm-hmm. tell us their genre of music that they want to get into, and then the women okay. teach the children uh, whatever instrument they choose, and then everybody goes out on tour, the women and the children. So that's that basically just awesome. I hope you will keep in touch with us, please. Let us know not only what you're doing, but also about these these other facets of your career, your uh, your clothing line, of course, and especially about this uh, very interesting uh, program, this outreach program you have for women and kids. I am really impressed and would love to stay on top of that. I will definitely keep in touch with you. Thank you so much, and thank you for gracing us with your presence here today, sharing your music and a little bit of your story. And as we tell all of our guests sincerely, we look forward to having you come back, join us again, and share some more of you know, the insides and your funny stories and, and your candor, of course. We really appreciate it, and uh, a pleasure getting to know you. Very nice knowing you, David, and I will talk to you soon. I certainly hope so. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Emina, and the song is What Will You Do? What will you do When you're feeling strange and you need a change What will you do When you love someone and they don't love you What will you do When your lover broke your heart what we do when you're working so hard and you got no pay? Get out of your way. Believe in yourself. Give all 
What will you do? That's your mana, the rock queen. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us here today. Thanks, of course, to our guests, Imana, the rock queen, and also Mr. Thomas Claxton. Thanks to Cindy and all of the gang at Lady Lake Music in Fort Myers, Florida. We're so happy to have this chance to introduce a couple of your newer talents and uh, great people to work with. We look forward to working with Lady Lake a lot in the future. Thank you so much for being here with us today, listeners. We look forward to you being back here again next week. In the meantime, John Bon Jovial, take us home. You know, it really is a good partnership that we have with Cindy, and uh, I, too, am grateful for it. They have uh, shot a lot of talent our way, and these two that we had today, fantastic. Really fantastic. Indeed. Hey, Indeed. folks, uh, you've done it again. I don't know how you managed to do it, but you spent another perfectly good hour with the David Bowers Awards, and we are grateful that you did that. And uh, just to let you know, we are broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in beautiful Naples, Florida, and also from the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona. We're available for free on Blog Talk Radio, also YouTube, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spreaker, the TuneIn app, uh, Amazon Alexa devices, and really just about anywhere that you get your favorite podcast. Be sure to click the follow link on our Blog Talk Radio page, and also be sure to follow Follow us on Twitter and Facebook to keep up with the show and all of the indie music news that there is to print. So be sure to join us next week. Please, we'd really appreciate it for the David Bowers Awards Saturday at 12 p.m. Eastern on WRFZ-FM 106.3. That's Rochester Free Radio. And, of course, on Blog Talk Radio Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and 6 p.m. Universal Time Coordinate for more great indie music and talk with the artists that make it all happen. So until next week, for The David Bowers and Nick, our wonderful engineer, Nick the Geek, I am yours truly, the legendary John Bon Jovial, saying thanks for listening, love each other, and we'll see you right here next week on The David Bowers Awards.